Welcome to the On Deck Podcast for all your baseball DFS needs with your superstar hosts, fantasy baseball experts, Casey Bubba and Bogman. On Deck Podcast is sponsored by LineStar App, the number one top-rated data and analytics tool for daily fantasy sports. And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the On Deck MLB DFS Podcast, brought to you by the wonderful people at Line Star Sports. Make sure you check them out on Twitter at Line Star App and at Line Star MLB. And more importantly, download the app in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Everything you need in the palm of your hands to build your winning DFS lineups. Hope you guys had a great Tuesday, 13-game slate. we got 13 more games for you on a Wednesday. You can check me out on Twitter at BDNTrick. My co-host is always on Twitter at Bogman Sports. Scotty Bogman, how we doing, man? I mean, it's getting down to the nitty-gritty, right? So yep. uh, Cardinals clinch with their 17th straight victory today. It's just been insane watching them. Salvi takes the home run lead, uh, at least as we're watching right now. M- more stuff could happen, of course. Um, Diamondbacks trying to wreck your season because of all the smack talk uh, this year and hit into a double play with the bases loaded and one out. So. Diamondbacks it, doing Diamondback things. It's about the way the season has gone. So, yep. uh, and then leadoff double to Yastrzemski in the next inning. So great, yep. Yep. you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, we're ready to talk about this thirteen game slate. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. There's, it's a fun one the, for me on the fact that there's some big name pitchers, but I don't like most of them. Honestly. I know. Yeah. So it makes it a lot more fun because, like, you'll see the NFL money that filters in now this time of year. They're like, oh, this guy? Oh, I know him. I'm going to play him. Sounds good, buddy. Appreciate you. <laughs> so um, that's that's the kind of stuff I love this time of year. So let's get cracking on it. Let's go 13-game Wednesday slate for you. Kicking off Boston at Baltimore. Nate Eovaldi versus Mr. Zach Lowther. Over under 9.5 on this one. Uh, Eovaldi is 84 on DK, 88 on Fandle. Lowther, 5K and 57. Ivaldi got beat up his last time out, but overall has been pretty good. Lowther, not so shabby against Texas his last time out. Boston disappointed the world on Tuesday. What are you thinking about in this game? I mean, I'm going to – I'm not – I like that Lowther was good last time, but I can't do it. Uh, I, I like Ivaldi in this one. I know he smashed last time. That was the Yankees. We're talking about Baltimore at the end of the season here. So um, so I like Ivaldi in this game. Um I get it if you don't want to go to him since he was smashed last time. I It's understandable, but he's just at least in play, I would say, at 84 and 88. So there's some PVB here. Mountcastle, four for seven against him, five for 13 for Hayes with a double. And then, you know, I, I like Schwarber, Devers, Renfro. I like that little Boston stack. And if you're going with other Orioles, Gutierrez has been hitting. Uh, Hayes, who you've mentioned the last couple of days, and Severino as well. Yeah, I don't mind uh, Eovaldi as well because he's always got that strikeout upside to have a big, big night for you. So if you want to go with Nate Eovaldi, you can. If you want to use Boston, uh, Baltimore bats, I don't mind it either just because when Eovaldi gets hit, he gets hit hard. So it's 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 a good GPP play because I think Eovaldi might be popular just because it is Baltimore. But uh, I don't mind Eovaldi. 8400 bucks on DK, even 88 on Fandle gives you some upside there with the Ks. Um, I, lo- I love Schwarber. He went deep again on Tuesday at number 32. Renfro at number 29, I believe. Renfro versus a lefty. It's a thing of beauty. Bobby D's in play. Um, I, I like a Boston stack. I like going back to them. Hopefully, people got so disappointed they don't go back to him against Lowther. Let's realize who Lowther really is, and let's have some fun with some Boston bats in this one. But Mountcastle did take sail deep. Mountcastle just keeps having a monster season. I think he's still rookie of the year eligible, too. That could get inter- more entertaining than it should be. That's all I have to say. But <laughs> he's having a heck of a season. Uh, Miami at the New York Mets. Eliezer Hernandez versus Taiwan Walker. Over under 7.5. 
Uh, Elias are 74 and 71. Walker 66 and 73. And I can't wait for my Miami Marlins stack. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Walker has just run out of gas at the end of the year, it seems. Uh, hasn't had a quality start in over a month. Hernandez, just because of the price, 74 and 71, and the K upside, uh, I'll put him in play. I don't know how many lineups I'm going to have with him in them, but he's at least in play at this cheap price with the strikeout upside that he has. Um, but there is some PVB here on both sides. Uh, Conforto, three for seven with a bomb, three for eight for Nimmo with a double and a bomb, four for five for Brian De La Cruz against uh, Walker. So uh, your boy Nick Fortes still hitting. He's a Sanchez win yard tonight. Ruin Diaz, Javier Baez, Kevin Pilar are the bats that I would pick from here. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if I want to go full game stack, but I don't, like, I, I love Javi Bias's price tag, the way he's hitting the baseball. Uh, Let Nor went deep on Tuesday. When he gets going, it's, it's a thing to ride. You always can go big meet Pete if you want to, but I love the Miami side, especially for value. Like, um, Jazz Chisholm's not cheap. I still love him in the stack just because of what he brings to the table. But you mentioned Jesus Sanchez is a monster, but De La Cruz ain't too shabby. Lewin Diaz is the beast. He's 2,300 on DK. You got Nick Fortes. It's like these guys could lay an egg because they are the Miami Marlins. But, man, the price tags they bring to the table and what they can do against a guy like Taiwan Walker, I am going to probably have way too much of them, and it could be a quick evening for me or a lot of fun. So we'll wait and see on that. All I know is it's going to let me get uh, some big dogs on the mound tonight. That's what I'm looking forward to. Philadelphia and Atlanta, Aaron Nola going up against Max Freed. Over under of eight in this one. Nola's 95 and 92. Freed's 86 and 9K. I can't do Nola, but I can definitely do Max Freed coming off a, his second Maddox of the season. And 11 quality starts in a row. I mean, he's, he's just a monster. Incredible. And I'm with you. I'm not in on Nola uh, at all today. There's some PVB on both sides. Austin Riley, nine for 24, three doubles, three bombs, 375 average there. Uh, nine for 29 for Duvall with two doubles, two bombs. Uh, Rumuto, 10 for 23 with two doubles, triple, and three homers against Freed. And Bryce Harper, 7 for 17 with two bombs and a double. Um, on the uh, the rest of the Braves that I like, Ozzie, Freeman, Travis Darno has been hitting pretty well as well. So uh, I like Freed and I like Braves bats here. 100%. I love I like Freed a lot, especially at the 86 on DK. Nine can Fandle's not a bad price tag either for a little bit of savings. And I love a Braves stack because, A, for the most part, they're still expensive. And people still love Aaron Nola. And could Aaron Nola throw a gem? Of course. He's just doing that like one out of every like 10 times it feels like right now. He'll get a lot of strikeouts, but he'll give up like seven runs. So give me Freeman. Give me Albies. You mentioned the BVP with Riley and Duvall. That's good, too. Like I, I love a brave stack on this slate. You can pair it easily with the Marlin stack and do whatever the heck you want. Lots and lots of fun there. Detroit at Minnesota, Casey Mize versus Michael Pinata. We have an over-under of nine on this one. Mize is 57 and 72. Pinata is 61 and 74. As much as I make fun of him, at 61 on DK, he's an SP2 option on this slate. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna do it. I'm not, I'm just not brave enough. So uh, but Donaldson two for five, double and a homer uh, for his two hits. Polanco four for twelve, double and a homer, eleven for twenty-eight for Miggy. Um, against Pineda, uh, uh, three doubles and one bomb. Victor Reyes just smashing when he's out there. I think he's seven of his last nine. Uh, Jonathan Scope has been good. Grossman and then Buxton, Gordon, Kepler, and Garver have all been hitting for the Twinkies. Yeah, if you're not using Pineda, I have no problem using Tiger Bats for sure. Uh, Minnesota, uh, they were very popular on Tuesday, and they disappointed. So I'm hoping that gets people off of it. Like, Mize is weird. You look at him, he's got like a 3.6 ERA. Loves giving them home runs, doesn't go deep into games. Tigers bullpen. It's a recipe for fun because people see that. They don't want to use them, but 
you can backdoor some stuff there with Donaldson, Polanco, uh, Nick Gordon, if he plays, is very, very affordable. Pieces like that. Milwaukee at St. Louis. Adrian Hauser going up against Miles Mikolas in this one. No total on this one just yet. Um, Hauser's 82 and 81. Mikolas 65 and 67. And as long as they keep running that lineup out there, I'm going to keep stacking the Cardinals. Well, that's the thing. Though, I know they clinched. That's clinched. why I said if they run the lineup out there. Right, right. So I'm very iffy on this Cardinals, uh, you know, lineup. But if it's not a good lineup, Hauser, three out of his last four been quality. Yep. And his last time out against St. Louis, he had a complete game shutout with seven strikeouts and no walks. So that was uh, easily at least 18 games ago. Right. Uh, no, it wasn't. I think it was well, four no, games for, ago. For the, for the Cardinals, they oh, for the Cardinals. straight. <laughs> yes, at least. Right, right. I was like, yeah, I don't know if Hauser's had that many starts. But yeah, um, and he's cheap, 8,200, 8,100. So pay attention to that St. Louis lineup for sure. Obviously, they've been hot. But if they do, you know, throw out a, uh, you know, triple-A lineup and give all the regulars rest, then Hauser is 100% in play. I think he's in play either way. Um, there is some PVB against him. Should they go with their standard lineup? Goldie six for 22 bombs, uh, five for 17 for Molina with a double and a bomb three for nine for Carlson with a triple. Uh, and then Manny Pena against Michaelis uh, four for eight with a Homer five for 16 for Lorenzo Kane, two doubles and a bomb as well. Uh, Bader and O'Neill obviously have been in play recently and then maybe Colton Wong on the Milwaukee side, but I don't like many Milwaukee bats here. Yeah, no, I'm a big fan of a Cardinal stack if that lineup's in play because Goldie's cheap. Well, he's reasonably priced. Arenado went deep on Tuesday. O'Neill's on fire, but Bader's great value. Carlson's great value. Um, and I could see like like Carlson and Bader still being in there, uh, even if they rest the big dogs. So watch the lineup. It might not be as sexy of a St. Louis stack as we've been rolling out there for a while now, but you can get some cheap stuff. And it might be more intriguing than, the, say, the Marlins on this slate. So we'll have to wait and see. I do agree, though. It does make Hauser more intriguing. 100% on board with that. So it'll be definitely one to keep an eye on. That's how this the last week of the season, like there was like so many late scratches after seven Eastern on on Tuesday. Just get <laughs> ready for like like Willie Adamas got scratched like a half hour before the game. Uh, just so many guys. So just be ready for a lot of fun. And so thank God we didn't get go to 40 man rosters. That would just be <laughs> a freaking nightmare. Yeah, Bob, when you haven't got to do a DFS season with 40 man rosters yet. Oh, man. You well, think this uh, is hopefully I won't ever have to. So, <laughs> oh, man, that that is when you really start to get like, oh, man, three. They're more not going to bring back the 40 man roster. They can't. They, they can't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see it happening. Maybe go to like 30, but I can't see 40. Um, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim at the Texas Rangers on this one. We got our boy Jason Junk. On the mound versus Taylor Hearn, over under of nine in this game. I will say this much, Hearn at 51 on DK is an SP2 because the Angels just really struggle versus lefties. Yeah, I just, I, some of these bats are coming around for the... They are, the they're hitting blows, better so. this month than they had the last few months versus lefties. I did look at that and it kind of surprised me, but yeah. I'm just gonna yeah I mean, historically there. they've been bad, but Otani, yes. Mayfield, Marsh, Walsh, all good. But, I, you know, I'm going to keep running a, a cheap Texas stack out there. Yep. Uh, Garcia... Amazing catch today. Uh, Nathaniel Lowe, IKF, Ibanez, Solak, all been hitting, so that's who I want. Yep, 100% on board with the cheap checks of stack, especially with Lowe. IKF keeps getting done, like you said, Andy Ibanez. Uh, lots and lots of options there, so I'm, I'm on board with the Texas stack for as well. So we'll have to kind of go through it at the end. Do we want the cheap Texas, cheap Miami, cheap whatever else we got? Makes it pretty entertaining uh, going forward. Cincinnati at the Chicago White Sox, Sonny Gray versus Carlos Rodon, over under of eight. This uh, the Reds just got eliminated because the Red, the Cardinals clinched the um, the wild card spot, so the Reds are donezo. White Sox have been donezo because they clinched a long time ago. 
Um, are you going with either pitcher here? Because I just can't stomach it. No, I mean, uh, Carlos Rodon is definitely not worth the price. Since coming back and Gray, I don't want to run him out there against Chicago. So pass, I'll stick to bats. Uh, five for 10 with a triple and a bomb for Cassianos against Rodon. Uh, and then, you know, uh, Suarez has been hitting finally late in the season, of course. Uh, India, Farmer, Schrock, uh, and Stevenson have all been good. And on the Chicago side, if they run out uh, their normal lineup, Anderson, Luis Robert, Eloy, Grandall, Lori Garcia, Yoan have all been hitting. So I like just either side uh, of bats in this game. Yeah, I love Suarez. Still very cheap. Went deep again on Tuesday. His numbers over the last few weeks are just ridiculous. Like, where the hell has this been all season? <laughs> so um, I'm a big fan of that with Casty and some other pieces for sure. Uh, Max Schrock might get the cheap play for you versus the Lefty Rodon. But uh, I love a White Sox stack because they're also pretty affordable outside of guys like Lou Bob's very expensive, but he double donged on Tuesday, so he's fine. Tim Anderson should be back in the lineup, but Eloy's affordable. Grandal's expensive. Moncada's only 41. Gavin Sheets is playing every day and hitting very, very well. He's super cheap. So if you put Moncada and Sheets out there, you can get a couple of the big bats. I like a White Sox stack for Sonny Gray because he just has not been right for a while. So I, I don't mind going back to the White Sox in this game. Cleveland at Kansas City. Zach Plesak going up against Daniel Lynch in this one. Over under of nine. Plesak 72 and 81. Lynch 68 and six, uh, 65. I can't use either one of these guys. Yeah, pass for me. I, I will. Uh, I'm going to roll with you just into uh, bats in this game. That's all I can stomach here. Once again, Jose Ramirez, Miles Straw, Ahmed Rosario, uh, Jimenez Chang on the Cleveland side. And then, you know, Salvi. Whenever you want, just took the home run lead. Lopez, Witt, Benintendi. Benintendi's just been smashing. He went like deep again on months. Tuesday. He's been so good. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, just bats for me here. I'd love to get a Red Sox perspective on the Benintendi stuff right now. It'd be really great. Because <laughs> well, they, 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 don't, they don't tilt things like that at all. So. Uh, no, no. I mean, the way I, I see all Boston fans, cool, comical. Level-headed. Very yep. level-headed. Mm-hmm. No, nothing tilts them at all. Nothing. nothing. Like Sunday night football will not tilt them at all. I promise. No, no way. Yeah, not at all. Um, I'm with you on this one. I, I think it's you get some good value in this game between Cleveland and Andres Jimenez. Another nice night. Like he's not crushing it, crushing it, but he's having big games. But he's just been consistent, which is really good for the value that he brings. Metazario, Yu Chang, um, and then you can pay up for your your um, your. Uh, I'm just skipped on his name. Franimal. Franimal versus Franimal. lefty is always yeah. great. Uh, Jose Ramirez. So I, I don't. He, Cleveland's interesting in this game. They disappoint a lot, but when they glow, they click in big ways. So they're interesting. And then Kansas City, yeah, the usual suspects: Lopez, Merrifield, Salvi, Benintendi. It's it's a yeah two two value bats, two expensive bats. You can definitely make it work. So I, I like this. I don't want a full game stack, but I can see the appeal for sure with those two pitchers on the bump. Four more games to go on this 13-game slate. Before we get to that, to remind you guys, you can check us out on the Line Star YouTube channel. Go check that out. Subscribe, leave a comment, uh, share it, all that good stuff. You can also check out the Pre-Snap podcast over there on the Line Star YouTube channel. We just dropped the um, the recap from the week on Tuesday. And on Thursday, we'll have your picks and bets for week four. And on Friday, your week four main slate preview. So go check that out. And if you give a ratings and review on iTunes for the On Deck podcast, we would appreciate it quite a bit as well. Tampa Bay at Houston. Drew Rasmussen going up against Garcia. We have no total on this one. You going with either pitcher? Uh, no. Uh, no. Garcia has not been great recently. Uh, Rasmussen just not going deep enough. So uh, not interested in any um, pitchers here. Just stick to bats. The expensive Astros. Altuve, Jordan Alvarez, Yuli. Uh, Chas McCormick has been hitting a little bit as well. And then Rosarena. 
Mike Zanino has been smashing it. Uh, Brandon Lau, Joey Wendell, and I'll go back to Wander Franco too. So um, just bats for me. Yeah, both sides of this game are expensive. I'm just gonna yeah. think I'm, I'm gonna pass in this game because like they played on Tuesday. I think it was three to two final. Like they got a couple of home runs, but I, I think I'm just gonna pass on this game and go to some other ones. 13 game slate: Arizona at the San Francisco Giants. We got Merrill Kelly going up against Alex Wood. Over under of eight and a half. Kelly 64 and 82. Wood 79 and 75. The only problem with Wood, who I would love, is pitch count. I'm hoping gets to around 80 in this game. Yeah, I'm just gonna go with bats here. You know, uh, for me, uh, Chris Bryant. There's a lot of PVP here, obviously. Bryant seven for 14, three doubles and a triple against uh, Merrill Kelly. Nine for 20 for Posey with two doubles, two bombs. Seven for 21 for Crawford, two doubles. Uh, four for nine for Carson Kelly against Wood with a double, triple, and a homer. And a six for 21 with three doubles for Cattell against Wood. Varsho, Cole Calhoun, Josh Van Meter have been hitting a little bit. Yastrzemski. And Tommy Lasella also for the Giants. So I'll just stick to bats here. Yeah, the D-backs are interesting in this one for sure. But I like my Gigantes yet again. They just took it to Kelly a few starts ago. So I have no problem going back to the Yazzes, the Wades, the Lastellas, uh, Crawfords. It really sucks that Brandon Belt's gone until if they get to the Oof. World Series. If they get to the World Series, that's how long he's out for. Yeah, so. he's probably out after that yeah, too. Yeah, so we'll see him in 2022, unfortunately, in a new uniform. So that's fun. Yeah, really, really good swan song for him. But I don't mind the giant stack for sure. San Diego Padres at the Los Angeles Dodgers. Danielson Lamette, Max Scherzer. Folks, put your drinks down. Don't want you spitting anywhere. DraftKings is drunk because Danielson Lamette's the most expensive pitcher at $11,400. So Someone I think he was fired. supposed to be $1,400 uh, for whatever reason today. Like, just uh, yeah. We've never had a uh, cheaper pitcher because he's only going to throw one inning, and someone I had an extra button away. here or something. I mean, someone's uh, fired is what happened. Maybe forty-one hundred. I don't know, but uh, I'm guessing Lamet will be zero percent owned because yes. that's what he should be. And I want all the Max Scherzer at ten four on DK and eleven five on Fanduel. He's worth every penny in this. He's start. just the best pitcher on the slate, absolutely. Yeah, which means fade all Padres bats. And then if you want to pay up for Dodgers, you always can. Trey Turner, Corey Seager, Lux, AJ Pollock have been hitting, so that's who I would pick through. Yeah, I think the Dodgers are a great stack here because Lamette won't go long. The Dodgers or the Padres bullpen's been a mess, so I, I think the Dodgers is a great spot for them. Um, you mentioned Lux is bringing some value, but Seager, uh, Trey Turner, Mookie Betts, Pollock's been swinging it well. I like a Dodger stack here, and I love Max Scherzer. Like if he gets hit, it's one of those I just live with because before the yeah. Coors blow up his last start, it was like six straight starts of over thirty DK. I don't think he gave up a run in like four or five starts. Like the the dude's been unconscious since putting on that stupid Dodgers uniform. It's been ridiculous, and I hope the Padres remember this when he beats them down on Wednesday night. <laughs> um, a final game of the evening: Oakland Athletics at the Seattle Mariners. Frankie Montas, Logan Gilbert, over under seven and a half. Montas ninety four and ninety nine. Gilbert seventy six and seventy seven. I love Montas on this slate too. I, if I compare Montas with Scherzer, I'm a big fan. Yeah, six of his last seven have been quality. Definitely in play, but he's my second favorite pitcher on the slate. I kind of like Gilbert, too, uh, just for the strikeout upside against the A's. So uh, I like him as well. So I, I think I'll fade bats in this game, but I like both pitchers. Yeah, I, I like Montas quite a bit. Gilbert, I don't mind. He, he kind of had a hiccup his last time out. We've seen that from time to time, but he was figuring it out. A's bats have been kind of quiet. So if you want to go Gilbert, you can. I want Montas. Don't really want bats in either game, to be completely honest with you. But uh, should be fun. Should be a good good way to go about it. Recapping things real quick, Bogman, who are your pitchers on this slate? Well, my three mains here are going to be Scherzer, Montas, and Freed, and then secondary guys of uh, Hauser, possibly, 
obviously check the Cardinals lineup, Eovaldi, Gilbert, and Elisa Hernandez. Yeah, it's pretty much uh, give me Scherzer, Montas, and Freed. Sprinkle in some Eovaldi. I don't mind the Hauser tall, as we talked about that one a little bit. And then, like, yeah, if you need Gilbert, sure. I don't mind just saying screw it and going to, like, Hearn and punting it. But in a perfect world, I just want my big three, and I'll get value bats. we got plenty of them. So uh, that's kind of where I want to go. Speaking of bats, who are you stacking up on this slate? Uh, I think you can stack Boston against Baltimore, uh, the Giants against the D-backs, and then either side of Cleveland and Kansas City, Angels at Texas, and Twins at Tigers. Yeah, I like Boston. I really like Miami value stack. Love the Braves. That's one of my favorite ones. I like St. Louis a lot if they put the right lineup out there. That's that's the, the kicker. Really like the White Sox for Sonny Gray. And then you can kind of go Dodgers, some of that Cleveland-Kansas City game like we talked about. It looks like some small spots you can go to. But uh, Atlanta is one of my favorite looks with um, Miami and some other value spots as well. So it should be a fun-filled slate. But most importantly, what's fun is home runs and home run calls and free swag. That's what's fun. So check out Lionstar on Twitter at Lionstar app. They will tweet out the home run calls today from Bogman, myself, and Ryan Humphreys. If you retweet the tweet, three lucky people will be paired with each one of us to win some free swag if our person goes deep. So Bogman, on Wednesday, September 29th, who is your home run call of the day? Give me Austin Riley. Good PVB against Nola. Nola hasn't been at his best. Uh, Braves got a lot to play for, so give me Austin Riley. Don't hate that one at all. I'm going to go to Cleveland, even though I'm not on a full stack here, but give me the Franamil against Daniel Lynch. Franamil Reyes is going to go just remind people as the season ends that he's still a beast. If you throw a bad lefty against him, he's going to eat you for lunch. So give me Franamil Reyes. Um, it should be a fun-filled night. You got Austin Riley, who followed the BVP train. That's been working for Bogman all season <laughs> long, it seems like. So good call there. But um, 13 games in the book for your Wednesday. We'll back to you guys on Thursday with another episode. Two more to go if you're counting at home. Check out Bogman on Twitter at Bogman Sports. I'm at BD Intric. Good luck, everybody. Good luck. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Line Star app on deck podcast. Download Line Star app from the App Store or go to linestarapp.com for all your DFS baseball needs. If you love the on deck podcast, support KC Bubba and Bogman by rating and subscribing. Good luck.